0: You're listening to the Head Hunting Housewives podcast with your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, episode number 37. Good morning, Headhunting Housewives. It is your recruiter, Diane O'Brien. Happy Tuesday. It's another rainy Tuesday here in Philadelphia in February. Um, <clears throat> but today is gonna be Tactical Tuesday, like we talked about, and we're gonna get into talking about sorcery or sourcing as they call it in headhunting. I call it sorcery sometimes because it feels like magic when you're trying to wait for the perfect candidate to come along for the perfect job that's on your desk and it's never easy. And I know I spoke to some of you last week that talked about wanting to get a little refresher on sourcing candidates and then we can get into screening candidates as well because when you really break down the different parts of recruiting, each part you like to dedicate some focus to. So screening a resume, I think, is a little bit different than sourcing. Um, it's, it's the next stage of it. But before you're even taking time to screen someone's resume, You're going to have to use that sorcery side of you ladies. There's a little witchcraft and intuition involved in letting things allow them to come to you, let them be the way they're supposed to be. I always feel there's a perfect person for that perfect job. And when you try to force it, or try to hunt for them all day, or really find them, and you're just digging through all the resumes, um, or trying to make somebody work that you talk to, and since you spend the time with them, you really want them to work, but they're just... It's not feeling right. You have to really listen to your intuition when you're a recruiter, and especially if you're a sourcer. And uh, a lot of sourcing is research, right? I mean, you're doing a lot of, when I say research, you're putting out a lot. I shouldn't use the word research because that's a different stage as well. The sourcing part and the sorcery part of sourcing is really putting out what you're looking for. So I've never been a believer of posting and praying, as you know. I don't think you just post jobs and pray that someone great comes back to your world. Um, in fact, very rarely did I ever even post jobs until, you know, more recently, because there was a, so much junk. And I hate using the word junk; because these are people. But there were so many of the wrong candidates coming your way. Whenever you use the word junk, it's just not the right candidate for the right job. They could be perfect for something else. That's a bad negative word to use. But, you know, you just don't want to get all the wrong people. You don't want to post a job for a COO and be getting um, administrative assistance, right? You need the right level of person. So when you're posting the job, you know, I do believe that now, but for different reasons. I don't post and then go out there and, you know, get all the resumes and hunt through them all and search through and screen, spend all my time. I post and put it out there, so to speak, right, out into the universe, whether you're putting it out on job boards like Indeed or LinkedIn or ZipRecruiter or CareerBuilder, like whatever you use, I'm not sure it matters, a lot of them all go to the same place more recently, but whatever one you choose, you're going to put that out there and uh, you're going to be inundated, (laughs) your mailbox, with resumes, with people wanting that job. So a couple of things you want to do to start this little sourcing and sorcery lessons. First of all, be very clear. your focus on who exactly you're looking for. So not only is your job and job description you're posting going to have all the requirements that you want, but you really want to understand the profile of the person you're looking for. Like, what does this person look and feel like? So they have you all these job descriptions. Let's say you're looking for a salesperson, right? And, you know... Um, they have all the background they have they need years experience they have that if they need you know their degree they have that if they need to live within a close location to the office you you put that in there 25 30 mile radius to the office um you know the money you put the range in the money so they have all this stuff like the experience the money where they want to live um you know all the stuff that checks the boxes but what makes you unique in sourcing the right candidate is all the stuff that's not on the resume the things we talked about before now, a lot of this you're going to find out in that initial phone call. This isn't the deep dive interview. This is the initial 10, 15, maybe 20-minute phone call really quickly to see, you know, to gauge that person's person's energy. However, when you're getting really busy, and what I've had to get good at over the years is, you know, really finding and kind of, or I keep saying the word finding, but really sourcing those candidates. Mm. Excuse me, I need some coffee here. Um. Sourcing those candidates um, before you make the phone call because every time you make a phone call, um, it's taking your energy. So like you know, I really limit my phone calls with people to only a very limited few. And so how I do that, I get better at sourcing and screening through before we're making the phone call. So how do you do personality traits and the feel of energy and all that good stuff without being on the phone with them? So. You can do that, and I think I explained this in another episode, by looking at things that they've, the activities on their resume. Look at the things that show life on their resume, the metrics, the numbers, the hows of their resume. Not what they did or who they're saying, you know, that they've been, but really maybe who they are, what, what, what and how they've performed. You should almost feel their personality come through the resume. And maybe this has worked well for me because I often again hire in very metric driven roles like salespeople or even at the top the CEOs or executives or the people that are making it happen. Um, you know, the integrators, and I'm going to do a whole other episode on in- integrators, integration within a company. So. Uh, that's an important one for not just when you're hiring integrators, but also when you're the integrator. But, um, but for, you know, when you're looking for these things on the resume, these are action oriented items. So let's say, for example, it could be that they coach, um, you know, their son's baseball team. If you're a coach and you might see those words on the resume, but you know, that you're a pretty active person, you're out there, you're helping kids. It could be you're a YMCA camp leader. Maybe it's our camp counselor. Maybe it's not a coach, but it's that. Maybe they're captain of their cheer team, right? Shout out my daughter, Madison. <laughs> so, you know, whatever it may be, you're seeing those action items on their resume. They're a doer. They're not just sitting behind the scenes. They're taking action in their life. Maybe they're in crew. Maybe they hike every weekend. You know, whatever it is, you're seeing that they're active. So. A lot of the things that people ignore at the bottom of the resume where it might say like, oh, married uh, for 22 years, um, you know, avid uh, kayakers or hikers or, you know, um, run uh, 15K, 5Ks or whatever K it is, um, you know, run or any kind of athletic stuff. In a not have to be a, a sports person. You don't have to play on teams, just showing that you're active and, you um, that goes a long way because it shows kind of who they are, their lifestyle and how they live their life. And for me, those are often the performers and the jobs that I hire for. So that's one thing that I found as kind of a secret uh, to my sourcing, right? And I want to give some secrets here. Now, I'm going to go, this might be way too much in the weeds for my everyday listeners. So what I am definitely doing now that I'm going deep with love with my current students is I'm going to break this down and I'm going to drop a separate podcast today that's going to go deep into the sorcery side of sourcing. So I know I just did like maybe step one or two to look for, but there are a lot of things that you're going to look for that aren't about what the person is doing. So that was one example. I want to give you a few more and then also some tips and tricks to when you find that great person and you want to send them to your hiring manager. It can't just be another submittal, right? How do you make, that person stand out so i'm going to go deeper into that into some of the private groups with you and the first one will be about this sorcering and sourcing because it's going to help you not just find the people quicker and faster it'll actually mean they're finding you quicker and faster you'll be attracting it but also you're gonna get to the right client that's going to receive that really well so i'll talk about that more in my private group but for today to kind of go a little bit high level because you know sometimes i don't even like to go that deep (laughs) on these calls this early in the morning i should say that for my afternoon um, but I just want to keep focused on all of you out there that are listening that, you know, we are going to dive into the tactical stuff like the sourcing and how you find great candidates and attract them like I just did. And then I'm going to go deeper in the groups to the real nitty gritty of how you're doing that. But just keep in mind as I go a little bit higher now, um, when you're not, when you're off the resume, when you dive in to these times where you're really super focused, right? Like today I am going to be focused on sourcing, not just for myself or the students I'm teaching, Um, I'm gonna have a private call today with um, some of you that will get an invite that I know are ready for the sourcing. And um, some of you I might even be inviting to help on some of of my live jobs that I have um, because you have a great background for that. And I just launched four new jobs yesterday on Monday. Monday's my launch day, as you know. Um, Today's gonna be the sourcing day and on the tactical side. Um, so we'll talk all through that, but I just want to give you an idea again of how the week will look and how you're setting that up as you dive in the tactical, because when you do dive in and you go down deep in it, when I do my work, when I focus, whether it's the sourcing side or the recruiting side or whatever it is, you know, I go deep and it's like, I don't come up for air for a few hours, right? I even say like when the phone calls are calling, I'm not picking them up my emails are coming in. I'm not looking at my emails. My computer's not dinging me in different directions Do look here, go there, I close my doors and I focus and concentrate on what I want. And I'm doing that for two to three hours. And um, sometimes my daughter looks at me, she thinks I'm doing nothing and I'm telling her I'm thinking. (laughs) But I am doing some hard thinking. I'm focusing, I'm attracting. And sometimes I'm screening through resumes when I'm doing that, I might, might look like I'm looking at resumes, but I'm not. I'm just looking sometimes at the names of the person, I'm looking at their title you know, where they live. Some maybe basics, but I'm not opening their resumes even. I'm really getting a feel for who that right person is. And I know that sounds crazy to some, because how can you know? But after you do this for a long time, you just know somehow, right? And you click on out of the hundreds that are in your inbox. You're clicking on uh, the lucky few. I don't know if it's luck or why they're the ones you end up clicking on. but um, And then from there, you kind of go deeper in the things we talk about. But, you know, so you're not going to get inundated. I think that there are researchers you can hire hourly. There are sourcers that you can partner with and do a percent with, right? But when you really get good at your craft of sourcing and at any craft that you practice for a while, you know, I say craft, of course, I it think it's witchcraft. I'm in a witchy mood, I guess, this morning because sourcing is a little witchy. <laughs> There's magic that happens with it. But it's true, when you practice anything, and sourcing is the same thing, where you're trying to find the right person for the right job, you know, you have this job on your desk and you're looking or hoping the right person finds you, and and more often than not, they are finding you, inevitably, you might post a job out there, but they have to find you, they have to be seeking as much as you're searching, right? Typically, I mean, even if they're not looking for a job on paper, they're open to your call when you reach out to them, so they are open, right, to, they have to be open, I should say, maybe they're not seeking, but they're open to you reaching out. So there's, you know, certain things that just have to fit for it to happen. Um, If you're not open to opportunity, nothing comes your way, right? I was explaining this to my daughter the other day. I mean, be open and know that you're open to certain opportunities. If you're closed, and no matter what realm of life you're talking about, it can be love life or money life, career life, jobs or um, homes that you want, or cars, whatever it is, if you're going to attract it, you got to think it first, right? You have to know what you want first. So a lot of this is really, again, coming back to the candidate level, knowing what you want. And that's not just all the checklists in the paper, Who's this person look and feel like? What's their energy like, right? What kind of person are they? Are they a doer? Are they a go-getter? Were they rookie of the year? Were they the 4.0 person in college? Were they the person, you know, that um, has the big family that's out there busting their butt to to make it ends meet, but they're a hard worker and needs a break, right? Maybe they're just graduating college with these student loans, but you know, they deserve this first job. It's that feeling of who you want to help that's going to then come into your world and who you're going to help, right? I know I've helped a lot of veterans my day. and Usually it seemed it was when I was really focused on the veterans, but you had to make sure your client was focused on helping the veterans too. And so all these things come into play, right? So I know I'm kind of talking out there a bit, but for some of you recruiters that are listening and definitely you sourcing sisters that are good at your craft, that can source great people without ever even picking up the phone. I think I'm probably talking to you all. So I'm going to be posting this in the sourcing sisters Facebook group today. <laughs> Shout out to all your sourcers um so let me think here um that's probably good enough because again i don't want to go too deep on these general calls for all of you that are in my housewives you know groups that just really want to gain a lot of inspiration and um get ideas and just get help guided in different areas because again all of you will be focused on different areas and this might my p hyper sourcing for you So again, I'm just going to leave it and making sure um, you're going to set things up to do it the right way so it's not going to become overwhelming. Like you said, you might dive deep, like I mentioned, where you go in for two to three hours of super focus on it. However, and this isn't even the action part. This is just the thinking part and finding and searching and screening, like I said. So the next side will be once you have your small group of people, this isn't the hundreds of resumes, but this is the handful of people that feel right to you on your desk. Then we'll talk about Um, a couple things, I guess. First, you will do a deeper screen on the resume. Um, but it's also how you're going to serve them up to your client because you, your client gets so many submittals of candidates. Now that you spent all this time in finding the right person after, let's say a whole morning or afternoon, you spent two to three hours of knowing, okay, this is my right person today. You have to really serve them up like a good salesperson would on a platter, to make them look attractive to your client because that's um, important. And so we'll talk about that in another one and then we'll also talk about um, when you interview them because that as a sourcer you might that might be your job um, where you do a quick interview or if you're you know if you just love the sourcing part and you pass that off to a recruiter to do that initial interview not even an interview it's more like a screen Um, you know, but then into the interview, then, you know, whoever is doing that, will talk about that because you want to keep that short, sweet, precise to get to the ditty gritty. And again, it's not just checking the boxes of salary, location, experience. It's all about energy, what you're looking for and see if that's the right person. The better you get at that and that kind of energy work within this um, recruiting job, I believe the more money you make, the better you'll get your job, the quicker you'll find people. It'll be, um, spooky. And so that's what it is, right? That's where the magic happens. But I, that's been my experience. So for those of you that can't relate, maybe I'm not talking to you, but those of you that can relate and you've found this to be true in recruiting that you're who I'm speaking to. So, okay. I'm going to stop that because I need to go do a private group lesson right now to go deeper in this, um, for my witchcraft ladies that want to focus on sorcery today. So it should be Halloween time right now, right? So, okay. Have a great Tuesday y'all. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey! if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com it is completely free to join and we offer lots of great advice support and even a little inspiration so please come join us at headhuntinghousewives.com that is housewives with a v.com and yes this still is for you men as well hope to see y'all there